Hello, everyone. It is episode nine, and I'm super excited to be here with the Colleen Gallagher podcast. Yes, we have changed the name, and that's the beautiful thing about being in business and being a creative or a visionary is no matter what, you can always learn how to pivot your ideas, pivot what's going on so it meets exactly what you're desiring to put off into the world. And so I know I got a lot of you saying with the man's best friend, is it a dog or about dogs or whatever? And I was like, no, it's about spirituality and business. And so I was like, you know what? My whole brand is Colin Gallagher International. So let's just leave it as a Colin Gallagher podcast. So super grateful to be here. And I cannot believe it. We are on episode eight of the eight episode series, How to Become a Heart-Centered Business Leader. So let me get a drum roll. What is the last one? (laughs) It's become the identity of the future you now. So what does this mean? Because there's a lot I could say about a future you or a lot about all these things of how do you pull the future into the now. And so a lot of you have heard of manifestation, maybe law of attraction, the future you, your highest self. Well, in order for you to really make the purpose-driven impact you want to have in this world, you have to start thinking like the person you want to become. So for example, let's say you want to impact the world by empowering more people to live healthy lives. So it decreases their chances of getting cancer. Or you want to help save more animals from the oceans that are being polluted. So you're going to start thinking of creative ways that you could start cleaning the ocean or or creating a business model that supports that. And so if that was really what you wanted to do was worry about decreasing cancer or saving the ocean and animals or even vegan or a lot of other things, would you be gossiping or worrying about how much you hate your boss or totally like heartbroken over something that's not going to really move you forward? Probably not. And I don't want to say that your whole life is going to pause it. You're not going to have, you know, a drama with a loved one or a, a disagreement, or you're not going to have other life experiences of someone passing away that causes you to feel emotions, yet you're not going to spend the momentum of that energy talking about that with other people. You want to spend your opportunities when you are talking with people, talking about the things that you care about, because you never know who someone knows that could help you bring your vision to life. However, if you're so busy when you're catching up with people and talking to people about your stagnant energy or your negative energy or things that are going wrong in your life, there's no way that someone can really help you with what you truly design, which is to impact the world, because you're so busy talking about relationships or friendships or whatever that it is. And so people are going to give you advice from their heart instead of thinking, how can I add value to this person in a way to move their vision forward? So In this last rule, you want to start really getting yourself into the mindset of when I show up to conversations, when I show up to meetings, when I show up to friendships, I want to be thinking and communicating in the way of a business person. I want to be communicating about what it is I desire to be doing in the world. I want to be communicating about what I am working on. Now, some people can get stuck with this, and I have a lot of clients that get stuck with this because they'll be like, well, Colleen, I want to create, I had one client, this is a while ago, that they had a bee farm and they wanted to help with honey going into um, 
more stores, but they didn't really say that. Initially, it was like, well, I have a bee farm and I have bees. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't know what to do with that. But if you say I have bees that can help pollinate or that they can make honey and there's all these things. Now I might know, I know a store manager that they need organic honey or they need natural or whatever that it is. I don't even know the language anymore. But do you see the difference in the process of how you're thinking and the process of how you're communicating of what you're desiring is going to empower you to bring your future reality that you desire, that you want your dreams into the now. So back to this ideology, right? Of if you, if you want to help decrease cancer or save the animals and oceans, instead you wouldn't be gossiping. You wouldn't be talking about negative things. You'd be thinking about how you're going to raise capital. How are you going to get your message and educational information out to people so people can find you? How are you going to find people to employ to help you impact and bring your vision to life? Because in order to change your life, you must begin to think differently. Your thoughts must start to become more expansive. The solutions you talk about providing to problems must become bigger. Remember, the more people you impact with the solution to a bigger problem, the more money that you'll make. And so the biggest thing with this I like to share, and I want to touch on this because it's very important, because I'm someone who's also very big in my teachings, that I, I guide you to feel the emotions of whatever that it is. I don't want you to run from feelings of anger or sadness or frustration, because those are real um, feelings and energy that moves through us in a very clear momentum. However, it's the way that we communicate about it. So for example, like in my first year of business, I made it to 13 countries and I made $100,000 my business. And then early in 2019, I went $100,000 in debt with a coach or a mentorship package that I agreed to that I shouldn't have. However, even there, I have more of expansive language. I still have some guilt. Clearly in this podcast, I can walk you through my language. Um, I shouldn't be looking at it as I shouldn't have done it because it was an absolute perfect lesson for me to learn what it means to really manage my money, for me to really understand what it means to make a lot of money, to actually have it instead of just make it and throw it back out into the world. And for where I'm going in my life, the dreams that I want and the aspirations that I have, I had to learn that lesson for me to reach the next level that the universe God source wants to bring down into my reality. Because if he would have given me a million dollars at that time with my mindset or my habits, I would have wasted it all. I wouldn't have really been responsible with it. And so it's beautiful the way that it happened because it was like a test that I can pull my reality, my future into my reality now. But I had some opportunities that I still need to learn from. And when I talk about it in this way to you, instead of going, oh, I was $100,000 in debt. It sucked. It was the worst thing. I don't know what to do. I don't know where my money's coming from. You now see how this is not pulling the future you into the now. You're thinking like the person of you now instead of where you're going. And so you're constantly wanting to play this game and dabble as I just did in this podcast episode with you. But like, I was like, I shouldn't have made it. Actually, no, I should have made it because it was a beautiful lesson. I needed to learn for where I'm going. And so when you process it in that way, different types of conversations happen in your reality and different people come to you. I actually had the thought today. It was beautiful. I was walking on my walk. I do walks every day. And I had this thought come up and I was like, okay, if I really created the amount of money that I wanted to right now, which is let's say it's $10 million. It was a little bit more than that, but I'll, I'll put it. And I was like, if I really had $10 million, how would I financially invest it into sustainable education systems for refugees? How would I invest it for my retirement? And how would I invest it to create a holistic cancer center in my business? Like I thought like, okay, if I actually had that, where would I put that money? 
And I started to have that, that dialogue in my head on my walk. And I was like, okay, like who would I even call? Like, do I even have someone right now in my phone that I could call to help me with that? And I like started thinking about it and I was like, okay, actually, yeah, I have two people that I could call. And so I was like, okay, great. So I knew who, who to call with, with that. And so I like in my med head did a mental checklist of like, okay, so now I know that I'm ready to receive that. This is who I would call. And I was like, in my head, I probably should text this person and tell them this is where I'm going. What would you recommend for this? And that is a type of conversation of me pulling the future version of myself into the now. And that's where I want to get you in this podcast going. So the thing that, as I shared, for uh, you to really understand is the more people you impact with a bigger solution to a problem, the more money you will make. So what I want to suggest for you is begin by writing down the future you. So get a piece of paper and just write, dear future self, and do you walk slow? Are you always in a rush? Are you frantic about 10 million? I was like, oh my God, I just fucking made $10 million, you know, like, holy shit. Are you more like, oh, I just made $10 million. Of course, this is so exciting. I have the right structure for this money to flow here. It's going to employ these people. It's going to help this program. Like, what's your energy behind it? What is that future you going to feel like? What do your conversations consist of? For me, I really value education. I really value global economies. I really value understanding what's going on with trade agreements with different countries. Those are conversations that are important to me. And I also really like social media, psychology, spiritual. I geek out on all of it. But those, I want to make sure that those are conversations I'm designing my life around to pull my future version into the now. And so the next thing I would say is who are your friends? And how are you articulating your words with your friends? So I know recently I was kind of caught up, especially during COVID-19. I'm going to do a whole episode on COVID-19 where I had to really process a lot of grief and a lot of sadness. And I really had to bring up a lot of emotion since cancer, really age 14, where I suppressed a lot of things that happened to me. And so I was realizing that I was talking to my friends and I was like trying to move through these and I was trying to push through it. I was like, I just don't want to feel this. I want to get over it. I want to move on to the next thing. And I realized that I was missing the point because remember the future you being pulled in now means you have to be grateful for all the experiences that you have gone through. You have to learn the beautiful lessons of what's gone on in your life, or you can't really move to that next level because you haven't seen the beautiful message that God's source universe is delivering to you through whatever happened in your life. So another thing is the future you, what do you wear? So I'm not suggesting everyone go out and have, you know, a $10,000 shopping spree. I actually don't really like buying things unless they're on sale or I don't. Um, but I like to look at what I wear and I don't really have lots of pants or lots of shorts, but I kind of like a few things and I just change them up a lot. And so what do you wear? Like, feel comfortable about what you go to sleep in and what you walk around the house in? Like what, what is that future you wearing or feeling in, in the small moments when no one's watching? Because it's actually when no one's watching that it's more important than when people are watching. The next thing is what problems do you want to solve? So for me, like I know I love helping people understand how to create lifestyle businesses. So how they can travel the world, use social media, psychologically help people or, or help people with other types of business. But every person that I want to be helping, they want to have a purpose in the world. They want to impact the world somehow. And that's the problems I want to help people with through my psychology, business, and spiritual background. So what is that with you? How many people do you desire to have on your team? Like I know for me, I always do have like, want to have all these people in this huge team. And I'm like, I want to have the right people that are about the mission and like really moving it forward. 
The next one is how are you going to measure the results of your impact? Are you going to measure the results of your impact by the amount of people that you're impacting, by the money that you're receiving, new clients that you're acquiring, repeat clients that you're bringing like through a customer acquisition time after time after time? Is it going to be set up where people are like, uh, network marketing. So their business, they're helping you, the business grow as their business grows. Like what way are you going to measure the impact of your business? These are all questions that your obsessive knowing should have answers to. I know that those are just a few and maybe you have different ones, but those are things that you should all deeply feel and deeply know. You just really need to get silent and they'll be present. And from this place, when you start to become this new version of you, the way you show up is totally different and you'll yield totally different results because you're becoming the identity of attracting your dreams, miracles, and opportunities that already exist for you right now. It's just right in this moment, you're not attracting them because you don't yet believe it's possible. And so a lot of times people want to go like, here's this strategy or here's this. And there's so many strategies and every single strategy someone's going to teach you is the right strategy. There is no such thing as a wrong strategy. Because when I worked in corporate and I grew my territory, you know, zero to a million in eight months, and then I had another multi-million dollar territory, it's not that I was doing something wrong, but it wasn't true to me. And so you've really got to look into this of becoming the future you and the now of what are the thoughts that are actually you. And I remember when I was in corporate, I would talk about traveling, I would talk about families, I would talk about impact and that hasn't changed. The reason I did so well in corporate is the same reason I do so well now. It's the same psychology. It's the same emotion. I just didn't have the right infrastructure or system set up behind me. And so it's looking at that own inner wisdom as a heart-centered business leader for it to guide the way for you of how to bring that future now. And before you know it, your habits, your new lifestyle, the future you become you right now in the physical. Then you go back to the drawing board and make another future you. And it becomes like this really, really fun game. It's something that I usually do about every three to six months. I sit down and I go, okay, what was my last future you? What have I done great? What have I maybe still need to work on? And where am I going to go next? And I think like, you know, 10 years, 50 years, like, you know, I was actually at a meetup with David Meltzer, which was really beautiful. And what he shared, which I really loved was I'm not planning for even a quantum field or a quant like quantum results. I'm planning for quantum lifetimes. And one thing that I really liked as well was watching Jeff Bezos on a YouTube video. And he said, you know, the reason that I could create Amazon with basically a million dollars is because there was already roads, there was already a trucking system, there was already the internet. And he was like, but with space, like right now you can't go to space for a million dollars. He was like, so I want to build the infrastructure of having cheaper aircraft, like uh, better air systems, ways that people can get there. So when someone is in their dorm room, they can have a million dollars and they could be the reason that we make space travel more accessible. I was like, wow, that is so incredible. And right, he's pulling the future him into the now. He's not thinking anymore about this lifetime. He's thinking about the lifetime after him and after that. And so the eighth golden rule, I didn't write it based on these things. I already had this done, but I really want you to think, start thinking in that way is what is a problem you deeply care about? Because that's every business you have to solve a problem like solve a problem, yeah, whatever it is. And then from there, you are going to look at how you can scale it and how you can impact it at a greater way. And usually if you're listening to this, you're someone who wants to solve a pretty big problem, like something that a lot of the world has a lot of injustices. It's not fair. And you want to understand how to make it a more even playing field for everyone. And so I 
if that's you, you've got to expand your mind. So your thoughts are thinking in this way more expansively of where am I going? Where is my future? What are the things that I'm capturing and bringing down into me? So something, um, an exercise I wanted to share with you in this episode is that some of you may say, okay, Colleen, I totally get this, but I have no idea where to start with like the future me thing. So I say, okay, look at three industries you really love. So for me, it's politics, business, and psychology. And look up the five leaders that you like in that industry. So for me, in politics, I look up Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, Obama, and Hitler. By no means do I like Hitler. I'm just saying I look at his qualities of what he did because what he did is pretty incredible. And what he did to lead that many people against another group of people is mind-blowing. And so I wanted to look at those. And so what I do is I look them up on YouTube, I read their books, or I listen to a lecture of theirs, and I start to go, oh, like, they talk like that. They have charisma. Um, This is the consistent wording they use. This is where they show up to speak. Um, This is what they're like in family. Like, I look at all those things about them so I can pull that future thing from someone else into now. And for business, I look up Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Walmart. Um, I think his daughter is now taking over it. But I look at what they did and I study these leaders. Like, what were they thinking and how are they moving through things? And so I look at, you know, even when I worked for a $23 billion company is you have multiple divisions at a point where it's like, you, we had an electrical industry and then you had an aerospace then you had a ve- like a, a ve- motor vehicle, like trucking. You have different things like that your company is set up for. So I go, okay, like if I could integrate that into Colin Gallagher International, what would that look like years from now? And so I'll give you an example for now. I'm like, okay, I have my online courses, which is one thing that I do. I have my books, which is one thing. I have my podcast. I have um, my Oracle cards, which I've just created, which will be on Amazon. I'm going to create sunglasses, but I, I go, okay, like I'm creating these different things. And eventually there's going to be enough space where there's going to be different verticals and people could even work under this to sell it or add it to their own product basket of a brick and mortar store or their own online store for them to start making money on it as well. And so I start looking at like, how could I become almost a manufacturer of my own creativity and own things to help others? And so I, I pull it in that way of looking at the businesses like that. And then psychology, I look up Alan Watts. I love Lao Tzu. I say his name wrong every time, but Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I really love a lot of them. And I look at each one of them and I go, okay, what do I like? What do I not like? What are things that I want to embody? So with Alan Watts, I love just his connectivity to source. Like it's just incredible. Dr. Joe Dispenza, I love how he is so into the brain and body. And so I look at like, what are those things that I can take to integrate into my work or integrate into the perceptive perception that I am seeing the world from so I can become this future identity that I'm always going to be evolving into. So I hope that makes sense for you. And if you want like leave comments, I don't even know if you can do that on here, but you reach out to me and let me know who your people are. I feel so grateful. I always love hearing new people because sometimes there's leaders I don't even know of. And then someone tells me, I'm like, that's incredible. I wish I would have known this person. So I always love hearing, you know, maybe who a few of yours are and who you want to embody. And so what I like to share is that each of these businesses and leaders, they're all growing and evolving. Nothing is ever going to be like at stagnant. Like this is it. Even when someone's passed away, right? Like Michelangelo or 
other famous artists that have passed away. Like they've actually gotten more famous after they've died because there's more mystery, there's more appreciation. And so these are all businesses and leaders that, as I said, you can dig up literature, you can go on YouTube. And another thing that I want to share with you on this episode, which is super amazing, is that you can connect with these leaders telepathically. So some of you may have heard of telepathic communication, and some of you may not. But telepathic communication is, or the way I can only share with you the way that I've experienced it. So remember in episode one that I've talked with you about, you can have an intuitive knowing of what's going on. So telepathic communication is basically, we all have access to this cloud, right? This infinite cloud of information. It's the same cloud. We all have the same information. We all have access to it. However, it's up to us, it's the frequencies that we're pulling through. So for example, um, like I said, you could have a, someone going through a really rough time and they're like, I'm so down, I'm so whatever. And someone's like, I'm really trying to understand the lesson. I want to move through this. I want to break through, but I'm just, I just can't get there. And you have these two different dimensions of someone going on, right? So you're two different, same cloud, same thing, but two different ways of communicating. Well, the, from that channel of receiving information, we then can communicate and capture it from the cloud. So let's say telepathically, you could say, close your eyes and you could go, I want to make a request to the universe. Please allow me to access Mark Zuckerberg's thoughts on how he believes Facebook is providing more connection in the world. Then you just sit in silence and breathe. And I promise you, some type of thought or answer is going to come through to you. It may not be what you expected, yet there will be a thought that is captured and sent to you from the cloud. And then it's up for you to figure out how you can use that information forward to put it into your own thought pattern to push your vision forward. It's almost like you can do this with people that if, if you're dating or even friends that you can do this with of you haven't talked to them, but they like randomly call you when you think about them or you're like thinking about them and they text you all of a sudden or you're talking with someone, you finish their sentence, that's telepathic communication. You're literally tapping into their thought pattern and you're receiving the frequency just as quickly as they are and you're capturing it together. So this is something that's definitely very powerful in divine unions, our relationships, and I can do a whole podcast just on this in relationships, but this is really powerful when you're pulling the future you into the now of understanding how to use telepathic communication and integrating it into people that may have passed away to get their thoughts into your thoughts. And so with that, I wanted to share, it's definitely up to you if you are going to pull the future you into the now. It's up to you if you're going to choose to stay stuck. However, it's always going to be a choice that you have. And so you can do it slowly or you can choose to make this a game and make it fun and constantly evolve yourself. And as I've shared before, the reason your life is where it's at is because you're choosing to vibrate at a certain frequency. The frequency you're carrying is creating the whole reality around you. So the fact that you're listening to this means that you're willing to vibrate into a new frequency. It means that you're wanting to expand, yet you're maybe just not sure. And so I really ask you to just tune into this frequency, just feel it, the potency around it. And whatever is making you miserable in life, whatever is causing you to feel stuck and unsure, just look at leaders' qualities that you admire and understand how their mind works and integrate that to being who you are. Shoot, you could even do it with me if you want. Tap into my thoughts. I'd love to feel you in my thoughts. 
Um, and from this place, just do it over and over and over again until you create your own reality, who it is you want to be. And before you know it, you won't even recognize or be able to relate to the struggles you felt right now because you're onward and upward into the infinite spirals of the vortex to the universe. So make the commitment to yourself to become a better version of you. It's not something anyone can do for you. And if you feel uninspired or unmotivated to do this, I would simply ask yourself this question. If I knew I could help five people have a smile on their face today to make their life better, would I choose to show up in a way to help those five people? I believe you truly believed that you could help five more people smile in the world by you just simply showing up to be you. I truly believe that you would say hello to someone. You would start to use social media as a tool for business. You would see you could be a business owner. I promise you, you would absolutely make a commitment to excel as a heart-centered business leader because you're starting to see that by you simply showing up, being authentic, raw, and you, that you can absolutely do your part to change the world for better. I hope you enjoy this episode series of the eight golden rules to become a heart-centered business leader, which is follow your obsessive knowing, transition from my career to growth of others. Three is change your language to change the world. Four is the power of choice. Five is fall in love with no. Six is your alignment trumps everything. Seven is replace distractions with visions. And eight is become the identity of the future you now. Please let me know how these goes for you with your friends. Reach out if you want any other topics. I'm super excited for you to be here present on the Colin Gallagher podcast.